The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. In this episode of Mind Pump, for the first 22 minutes, me, Adam, and Justin have some fun conversation. We talk about our favorite generation, millennials. Yeah, they good are our favorite. Actually, yeah. we really, we really we do like them. We pick on them and we lift them up. They're good kids. Yeah. Don't miss out on the Netflix cartoon Big Mouth. Yeah, we talk oh. about Big Mouth. I can't uh, wait. I'm watching it tonight. We talk about puberty, raging hormones. I thought I was gonna say boners. <laughs> raging hormones, and we okay. excited. About, and then, uh, we do talk about yeah. boners. We talk about uh, Beyond the Barbell um, becoming one of our, our, our go-to podcasts. We actually hung out with the hosts of uh, Beyond the Barbell. Great guys. Yeah, awesome guys. And then we had some fun conversation about me being coached by my girlfriend, Jessica, and the way we choose and the music. The, the music. <laughs> yeah. it, was, uh, it was special. Sometimes you got to lift weights to That's the saxophone. Good... <laughs> we're, we're really proud of you, yeah. Sal. We uh, are. We are. Uh, we, uh, also, we mentioned uh, our sponsor, Thrive Market. So if you go to thrivemarket.com forward slash mind pump, here's what's going to happen. You're going to get one month free membership. You're going to get $20 off your first three orders of $49 or more, and you're going to get free shipping. Basically, they're losing money on you. So get on there and take advantage of this yeah, before, before, pull it, out, before huh? it goes away. Uh, and then we get into the questions. So the first question is, should you go into business with a family member? Is that a smart idea? No. Next question is... Horrible idea. Yeah, exactly. Uh, can you achieve a high level of health uh, even if you can't afford to buy organic? Obviously, this person is not familiar with Thrive Market because the prices are ridiculous, but we do talk about... Yeah, they figured it out. We, d- we talk about the benefits of organic and really weighing them out. And the second part of that question was, was it better to consume you know, produce that's got tons of pesticides or eat the standard American diet as if those are the only two an- uh, choices. Yeah. Uh, the third question was- That's like like saying like, I'm on an island. I have two choices to eat. Yeah. This or this. Yeah, no, there's more, there's more, it, yeah, that's not more choices. The third question was, what are our thoughts on the growing popularity of nootropic foods? I actually saw a protein bar the other day that was infused with nootropics. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's getting in, in everything. Uh, and then finally, um, how long does it take for you to start to lose muscle when you stop training? Um, that's actually a very good question. We have a great discussion with that particular one. Also, uh, we've been getting a lot of questions recently about our Build Your Butt Bundle. People are, are, are asking us what that's all about. So here's what it is. The Build Your Butt Bundle takes MAPS Anabolic and MAPS Aesthetic, two of our most popular programs and it combines them and discounts the price. But what we also done is we've also included a modification where we teach you movements, exercises, techniques, and programming to get your glutes to connect and fire so that when you do your squats or you do your deadlifts or you do your lunges or you know all those other good butt-building exercises that your butt actually builds instead of you know 
I just do all these squats and my butt doesn't respond, but I'm getting these big quads. Fix that sleepy butt, girl. Fix that sleepy butt and yeah, guy. Girl. Some dudes want them big, big booty. Mainly girl. Yeah, so... So that's what the Build Your Butt Bundle is. It's those two programs with a modification, and we've discounted everything. I think it's over 20% off. All you got to do to enroll is go to mindpumpmedia.com, find the Build Your Butt Bundle, click on it, and sign up now. Can I tell you something? People, there's a lot of shit talk, and we've even done it jokingly about millennials, but can I tell you something right now? I have not. This generation is more inventive and more uh, entrepreneur-minded than our generation was. For sure. Well, when you look at for sure, because the tools are changing the whole game. It's, like, and everything it's needs it's, and it's cool. Yeah, everything it's, needs invention right now. But well, it's, we, well, it's we're, cool to be an entrepreneur. Well, we're part of Google, Facebook era. Yeah, I mean that's that great. that's the that's the the mantra there. I mean that's totally that's they encourage all this. You know, they want this creative freedom and flexibility, and they like they and working with people. Yes, as yes. To doing if your you, own if, thing. If you know anything about how they structure their yeah. their work environment. It's totally designed it's the group around. Mind. Yeah, it's definitely the group mind, and these guys are very. But here's the thing, though. Here's the knock. I'm going to come back at you with with this <laughs> is that, you know, it it sounds really cool and exciting, like when they come up with all these ideas and stuff. But it the the, the percentage still applies. Yeah. That freaking well, ninety percent of them will fail. It just sure. it's cool to see the energy at yeah. that young of an age. And like, and there's a little bit of a, a selection bias considering these are. So far, we're ta- what we're talking about is people who are interning with us or right. are contracting with yeah. us, and these kids are just—they're hungry, they're they're uh, they're smart, they're creative, they want to learn, they also want to grow. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but I cannot help but like just fall in love with these kids. When these kids come in here, like I have such a like Drew, like you know, he's just this young kid doing our editing, like so like upbeat and has all these ideas and joy. Oh yeah, yesterday he was I telling me all help. about how he's learning neuroscience and all that, you know, in class, getting all fired I wanna, up. I just want to hug him. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> want to get him yeah. a headlock. Yeah, yeah. So cute. Yeah, get him a little yeah, headlock. Just, keep that energy high before you get squashed by life. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Keep it up. Go travel. Get shit out of your Dude, system. He was, what was he You'll never about? get it again. <laughs> he was, he was, he was, <laughs> get a fucking real job yeah. that you have to stay in. Yeah. You, you, you can't get up and travel. <laughs> do all the shit that you like. Love I think to do. Justin's right. I'm a little jealous. Uh, <laughs> totally. That, it's, that's it's, just coming out. I had to like, you know. It's funny when they're it's like the exorcist. And it, who is it? Was it Drew? He was talking about how like he was talking to some girl or was going to talk to some girl, and immediately I'm like, no girls. Like, don't waste your time on girls, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, Go fucking slow you be down. a champion. There's yeah. plenty of time for girls. You're doing so much right now. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry Me- about the girls. Meanwhile, his hormones are telling fuck you. <laughs> yeah. like, bro. Have you guys seen the cartoon Big Mouth yet? No. Oh, my God. I think I saw Netflix. Oh, my. Yes. I saw a little bit oh. of that. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, oh is it terrible. great or oh, what? Just watch five minutes of uh, it. It's it, terrible. It is terrible. I'm trying to remember it, hilarious. though. I just remember it was terrible. Well, it's so the whole cartoon, it's a cartoon, right? It's very um, South Park-ish, right? It's got uh, that type of crude humor, uh-huh. but it's the whole cartoon is about teenage boys and girls oh yes yes going yes, yes. through puberty oh yeah i saw the first episode so periods and boners oh, and like God. like that is and there's masturbation this, wow. is like the whole thing wow. is around there's that. this one scene one scene so it's these two like the first episode which is like what i saw is like these two kind of nerdy kids and one of the guys is going through puberty before the other guy <laughs> and he gets out of the shower and his buddy he sees his buddy's dick and he's yeah. like what the fuck and his buddy covers up and he's all like self-conscious like dude it's so big and hairy like <laughs> Mine doesn't look like that. And then on the flip side, the same oh, guy is no. going through puberty. 
they they depict his his like his like horniness as this like hormone monster that comes out. Yeah, oh. and so it's, a in, oh, it's a big I giant dick. It's a big giant. God, I had this idea. It's oh. a big giant dick, and oh, it's like talking. To he's like oh, in class, great. right? Yeah. He's sitting in class, and the monster comes <laughs> up. The monster comes up, and he's like, "Hey, what's up, buddy?" He's like, "Not in here, man. I'm in class." He's like. Come on, man. Let's go to the bathroom. I swear to God, yeah. that's so funny because I had I had this like skit idea of like uh, this kid that uh, what, what what gave this idea was remember Teen Wolf. Like oh, yeah. I, 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 I like amounted it to like being like you know as you're going through puberty like it was like this monster that like you turned into like and you like a, you walked around Dude, a raging you, boner Justin you smelled will bad love and you're hairy you will love the show yeah. Katrina actually really likes it she's we, I think we've watched three or four episodes now we typically put it on oh, my Dude, God. The that, one, that already that already won me the over one right scene there. that killed me bro was he slept over his friend's house so he's <laughs> yeah. in his he's on the floor in the sleeping bag and his buddy's in bed there's so many stories I I know everybody can relate to he's like, he's, like he's in there he's in his buddy's room right and then the horny monster the hormone monster comes out he's like hey man your buddy he, he's oh, sleeping no. right now why don't you why don't you come on why don't you rub one out and he's like no man i'm in my friend's room i can't be doing this. he's like tell him like, go, go, go away go away and he's like he's like hey look at he's like i don't remember what he said there's like, a clock there was a kitty clock oh yeah there was a kitty clock he's like look at that kitty clock like because you know when you're that age everything like, turns everything, you on yeah look yeah, at that dirty little bang. pussy yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's because yeah. it was like a cat Just clock like anything so he like jerks off and the next to his buddy and then the next day his friend was kind of weird to him he's like oh fuck did he see me did he see me like God damn it. Why is he acting all weird? It's yeah. funny because oh God, it's obviously great. it's obviously comedy, but you can relate so that much. Is, oh, it's extremely great. inappropriate, so it's not for kids whatsoever, but it's fucking hilarious. Okay, I'm watching that tonight. It's dude. super I'm, crude. I'm, I'm into it. Uh, that to me, the the kid going through puberty and the the whole relationship. Dude, with it's the, so it's so true. Yeah, like every boy that went through puberty, it struggled. There's definitely some a scene in there that you'll go like, oh, I remember. Yeah, There's like, a dance. Oh, yeah. I remember. Oh. And they do the other side with the girl too. So the girl like gets her period and she's wearing white shorts at like some field trip and shit. <laughs> no. It's super graphic too, dude. Oh, it's like God. over the top, dude. Oh, I remember. No. I remember distinctly like because I would go to work on my. My dad in the morning, so it's like early in the morning. I'm like I don't know, 13. We're driving in the in the in his uh, his like big van. He used to drive this big work van, right? Mm-hmm. This big old like you know loud van. And we're driving to the work, and I'm half asleep. And it's like you just fucking you're just getting boners like for no reason all the time. Yeah. And you're in a car with your dad. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Okay. I used to get so mad like oh, fuck. Yeah. What the fuck's wrong? I told you I had a boner when I was at a funeral. And no, like, no. I, like it, it was like somebody I knew, and I was like, you know, sad and everything. And I had a boner, <laughs> and I just—it was so confusing. I was like, it's like, no, why? That's why this show is so great because yeah. it, it's that conversation that you're having with yourself at moments like that, and they—they they like, made, they made any it, sense. They made a cartoon out of it. It's just oh. fucking—it's called Big Mouth on Netflix, and I—I I don't know how I came across it, but. That's great. It's freaking hilarious. Those were the days. <laughs> I know. Those were the days when, when life was simple. When all you had to think about was, yeah. what was bro. When I was today? when I <laughs> ugh, when I was I mean five times a day. When I was like thirteen years old, I actually got which is kind of common in, in in boys going through puberty. I got a little bit of gynecomastia at thirteen years old. Oh really? I did, and I went to the doctor. Is it too much masturbating? What? No, because I had because <laughs> his estrogen levels were trying to keep uh, no, up my, with all the testosterone being so pumped I went, out. I went to the uh, <laughs> I went to the doctor. And I remember, and it was very mild, like, but I remember asking the doctor, like, what is it, like, what's going on? And the doctor's like, oh, that's normal, your testosterone. Like, my testosterone levels went from zero to five million. <laughs> it was like overload. Overnight, yeah, dude. Yeah. Overnight. It yeah. was terrible. I felt the same way, too. 
Yeah. I, I was I was always I remember too, um I remember being a kid and my son's I distinctly fucking- remember when it happened. I, like when I when I noticed that too. Like when I was in Jazzercise. like so my mom would drag me to Jazzercise and I just sit there and wait. <laughs> what? You really been in a Jazzercise? I had to like wait until the whole class was done and I'm sitting there and she'd give me some toys or something to play with or whatever. Toys? Well, How old are you? <laughs> Uh, he was like 17. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't toys. I reading. I don't remember. Here's, toys. Here you yeah. go, Jesse. Here's some yeah. Lincoln Logs. Yeah. Mom, mom's going to go do her like jazzercise. I'll be right back. 12. 13 years old. 12. Yeah. Hey, we brought some Legos. Yeah, some Legos. <laughs> Here, stack them up. I had to wait till Anyway, so I was waiting until the class was <laughs> over. And then, like, and then just one class in particular it was like, whoa, this like like rush of like feelings I've never felt. <laughs> and, like if all the girls dancing around. Yeah, it, was, it happened. Oh. Yeah. Well, the weird the weird Weirdest moments would always be when it when it would come on as a kid when you were in a situation there was nothing hot or sexy. About that's it. the worst. Yeah, because like then you think you're, you're hanging out with your mom oh, and dad, yeah. and it's no, just like, oh my god, no. this is disgusting no. right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with my mom and dad right now. It's bad. Oh, it was terrible. I mean, it but was. Every boy went through that. It right? was terrible, but looking back, right? What a gift! Like, yeah. could you imagine if like you had that ability? Command. You imagine if you had that ability as a you know, thirty five year old, forty year old male. Yeah. Oh my, actually, probably be torturous. Yeah, still be torturous. It'd be, torturous. It'd be, it'd be it was, cool for a weekend. Don't you remember how torturous it was Dude. as a young boy? I re- oh, I remember man. driving my girlfriend crazy as a as a high school kid. Yeah, just well, all I want to do is uh, kiss uh, and touch uh, boobs uh, and grab yeah, ass yeah. and like. Yeah. I it was I remember to a point just where it just enraged me. Like it, <laughs> it, it, it enraged me. Like I would just be yeah. angry. Like uh, that. Like we just didn't yeah. mess around all the time. Like that's all we all you want to do is a seventeen year old. That's boy. why the Hulk all... made sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, ah. Bro, I I I on several occasions hurt myself. That's how bad it was. Several yeah. occasions caused damage to myself <laughs> because it was too it was too freaking too hard or too what? much oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it was too yeah, much yeah, yeah. you know what i mean call that gator dick <laughs> what do you, yeah, what do you call it after, after three anything yeah, after three is just, too much dude yeah, after three but yeah raw. it was just uh but that's a lot of testosterone wasted on the young yeah you know what i mean absolutely uh, wasted on the young. <laughs> so anyway how'd you uh what'd you guys think about our boys um from uh, beyond barbell man beyond the barbell uh great Dudes, yeah, like really, really cool super guys. Smart, super cool, like very yeah. intelligent guys. I really enjoyed talking to them about coaching and personal training and business because they understand uh, they understand the intricacies of leadership and personal training on on a very, very high level. Mm-hmm. I was very impressed with the way that they describe things and explain things, and uh, they both come across as ha- as two gentlemen with lots of integrity, yeah, which I really, really like. So. Really cool, man. I can't wait to... We'll see what happens with that episode. Yeah, it's just exciting to meet yeah, people. Like I guess from the old guard, they're kind of describing like the men- the true mentality of it, you know, going into the games and everything else, and then kind of what happened as a result of the popularity and all that kind of stuff. So Yeah, CrossFit's an interesting phenomenon, isn't it? Just mm-hmm. an interesting phenomenon, how it grew, and, and they, think, they seem to believe that <laughs> it's kind of reached a peak and it's kind of plateaued a little bit in terms of its growth. Oh, I think a lot of people think... I, I, well, statistically, you can look it up as far as the success Excessive clubs. Um, I mean, ever since like your your orange theories and stuff. Now, I mean, those they're definitely taking a piece of that pie. Before, just uh, five years ago, um, CrossFit had that pie to themselves, and now, and not only it, Orange Theory is just one example of many other places that are trying to take that model. They just they did it first. They did it first. They exploded, mm-hmm. and now you're starting to see everybody else is kind of taking a page out of this. Like, oh, okay, this small. I mean, we just were looking at photos of that red dot place, which is 
similar type of deal. You're trying to create this little small a- atmosphere where you feel connected to your members and build the culture there. It's it's smart, and there's a lot of good to it. I think that we have gotten away from that with big box gyms. You know, I know that there, most people don't talk to each other in that, and I don't think that's healthy for us as humans. No, the fitness, the big box gym went. They went wrong. They they did. They really took a turn for. Which opened the, it just all it did was open the door for other other businesses, you know, like mm-hmm. the the successes of CrossFit in particular with the female market and with uh, exercise selection like you know deadlifts and squats and the effective movements was directly uh, the result of the failure of what the gyms were failing right. at the avoidance of those like types like of like they the gyms did a shit job of getting women to lift weights they did a shit job of it just yeah. terrible mm-hmm. crossfit single-handedly in 10 years did more than than the gyms did in you know 30 years uh, in terms of getting women to actually want to lift weights which I think is phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. So I, I'll give them credit all day long with that. Yeah, no. You know, I struggle, though, because I could never do class settings like that. I could never do a class, yeah. no it's, matter what. It's a tough monster. It is. It's just I, I actually I love and enjoy my headphones and my piece and lifting by myself. Oh, I suit yourself for your own workouts? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, you know, I'm, just, I'm not that type of – I know – and I can't be alone, right? There's got to be yeah. other personalities that are like mine where – I don't. I don't want to talk to fucking Susie and James. Yeah, you know, yes, every, totally. every every Monday at, when we're all sweating together. Like, no, yeah. that's not. That's not me. Like, I, 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 I'm, I'm good with my relationships. I, if anything, I need to spend more time with those that I already love. Like, I don't need to add more people in, the, in my in my. <laughs> Are we pri- just assholes? Then? Is no, that what it's saying? just to me. Know. It's I, I, I feel the same way. We're like fitness Grinches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think oh, I. I think I think I have built my wow, humbug. I have built my one hour a day of training as. As into my, part of kind of my meditation. And I think I've also included other forms of true meditation, but it's always been a a happy place for mm-hmm. me, a recovery type. I agree. It's always been that space for me. And yeah, I, I, I don't want to share it. I mean, it's even like Katrina and I, when we live together, uh, she respects that with me. It's like I still wear my headphones. Like we're, I'm not talking to her. Like I, I like encourage her. Hey, if you want to lift with me and you want to do what I'm doing, absolutely. And of course, I'm watching her and stuff. But she's got great mechanics. So to me, it's like that's mm. that's my space and that's my time. And I like to be by myself. So I'm I totally agree with you. I love working out alone. I love uh, you know putting my headphones on or getting into my space. But I tell you what, man, I've been working out with uh, now me and Jessica. When we work out together, we actually. Like we work out together and we coach each other, and um, I you, you let her coach you. I you know what's great about it? Absolutely. Wow. You know why it's awesome? First off, having another pair of eyes on you is always great. Number two, you know when I train, I'm always have a tendency to let my ego take over a little bit or not judge a lift or and she'll check me and it's uh, I respect her in that sense because she's a great in her own right. She's an excellent trainer. She understands biomechanics very well. She understands and balances very well. So she'll give me some advice. And if I find that I get, and this is my own personal growth. If I find that I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it. You know, then I ask myself like, why am I so resistant to what she's, you know, so did you wow, find you're challenging that? That's, that's pretty big. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm very surprised. And yeah. by the way, Jessica, that's, good, that's not, not a knock on you as a trainer. That's just, uh, I'm surprised at Sal. 
yeah. even allows that to happen. <laughs> so did you, when you first started doing this, did you struggle with that? Was, did she like, like the very first time, like there had been a time, right? Where she'd never said anything before you guys worked out. And all of a sudden she says, Hey, um, your hips are rising a little too fast on your deadlift. Side. So I would, so it happened like this. When I first started working out with her, I was coaching her a lot, uh, more than, I, than she was coaching me. Then we would, when we would incorporate flexibility stuff, I would have her coach me a lot because she's, she's a wizard when it comes to that, just from her experience traveling with the, the, the Cirque du Soleil and training with all these like expert acrobats or whatever. So I would, I would have her help me with that kind of stuff. And then she's such a sponge. She learns so quickly that I would start asking her questions like, hey, when I'm squatting, can you keep an eye on my hips or my knees? Let me know what this looks like or what do you notice here? And she would point them out like, okay, at the bottom of the squat, you're shifting to the left or it looks like your knees are going in or your feet, especially my feet. I'd say, watch my feet because I was always a tough one. And she'd be like, okay, your feet are pronating. So I would use her cues. Uh, I would cue her to, to give me cues. But now we've been working out so long together that you know if she's going to give me advice, um, it's I'm going to definitely consider it. And uh, you know, it's again, it's another pair of eyes for somebody that I trust. So you never really struggled with it, then. You never really had a time <clears throat> where you're just like, Rrr. you know, where I struggle. I, I'll struggle when it comes to the uh, the pace of the workout, um, the intensity, because sometimes I think differently. Like, no, we need to move at this pace or whatever. And here's a big one. This is the one thing that we argue about when we work out music. The one thing, <laughs> the one thing, because, and so now we've- The we've, age old war well, between dude, she, members in the gym. She likes, okay, so here's the deal. Like when I work out, I don't work out to music I like to chill and listen to. That's different music. The music I like I to agree. sit and yeah. listen to is nice music. It's fun. It can be great, whatever. When I lift, I want to lift to music that makes me fucking angry. charge you. Yeah, yeah. I want to be fucking, yeah. oh, you know, ah. Rage Against the Machine, Lamb of God, you know, like Sepultura. Like I want to be, yeah. she- Hates that shit. Like most people, like a lot of people do, but most women do. Yeah. Doesn't like it. It's probably more distracting for her. Than no, you. she likes to listen to, you know, like music that you would listen to. Like she likes to enjoy the music. I'm like, no, I can't, I can't live to that. Like that's not. So we compromise to where she'll pick music on some days and I'll so pick music. just Yanni. On other, yeah, exactly. Yeah. On other days. And the one, the one genre that we can both lift to is, is uh, 90s rap. Cause then I can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing this right yeah, now. Yeah, so am I, dude. And so I, I got the same picture right now. I'm laughing right now. I'm picturing Sal this shirt off in the garage with this girl yeah. stretching in the splits position, oh, and there's yeah. some wearing fun... MC Hammer pants. <laughs> no, and too legit to quit is in the background. <laughs> no, like Tupac or Dr. Dre. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. But it's you, popular. But, yeah, exactly. Like vanilla ice shit. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I see. Exactly. Yeah. That's the only music. The that's the only music we both can like lift hard to. You know what I'm saying? Like young MC. You know what I'm uh, Tone Loke. Yeah. Yeah. Mama, <laughs> said, DeVoe. Mama said, knock you out. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> hip hop hooray. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey. Damn it, OPP. You know something. Damn, that's All a jam. Day. All day. Actually, this morning we had an argument over it because she's like, she hooks her phone up and she's like, all right, I'm going to put music on. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm you like, got yesterday. Uh, I'm like, yeah, today's a heavy day. Like, that's that's my workout day. She's like, no, no, no. You said that I would. And I'm like, oh, whatever. Put your music on. So she's like, fine, we'll put yours on. I'm like, why? She's like, because I don't like to listen to my music if I know you're fucking hating it. And then what happens is, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. 
Dude, God bless your soul, bro. Uh, God bless your soul. You know what happened? Because <laughs> even that conversation right that's there. That's it. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. That's it, right? On, that, that's, no you know, kudos to you, yeah. dude. Because yeah, after yeah. that conversation, you're out. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You, you were you in. You made a lot of you personal were in, growth. You were yeah, in. We appreciate you were that, into the workout. Yeah. Now you're out of the workout. That's it. Now you work out by yourself. No, it's hilarious. You know what it is? Is because I'm an asshole. If I do let her put, if she does put music on, it, then what I'll do is I'll make fun of the music while we're working out. Oh no! Yeah, so I'm, I'm a done dick. That with movies, you know what I mean? My wife cannot watch anything. She'll with be like, "Come on!" She knows She'll be like, "Come I'm on, just just let me. Li- I want to listen to country, like please." I'm like, "All right, that's cool. Yeah, I can put country on. It's fine. You can do." Yeah. Then while it's on, I'll be making fun of it, you know, singing it along and yeah. joking around. Yeah, She's yeah, like, yeah. "It's not the same." Yeah. <laughs> I ruined the whole Twilight series for my wife. Did you? Yeah. 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 I'm like, oh, like, I'm a fucking vampire and I glitter. Yeah. That's my power. <laughs> yeah. She's like, shut up. I'm just you know. Being observant, yeah, just being this, a, this is what they have. This is what they have to offer. Just being a I had Lost Boys. Yeah. You have this. What is this? So anyway, so this morning we worked out to Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. <laughs> you won the argument. That was it. Uh, that yeah. was tomorrow. She gets the. Now pick. does she pout when you do that, or is she good? Is she solid. No, it? she's she's cool. She's totally. Uh, she's she's down. She'll listen to it and work out. But tomorrow we're gonna listen to like, I'm pretty sure we're gonna listen to like Jubel or Haim or something like that. Yeah, which is which is, is good that. music, but it's not lifting music. What is that? I don't even know what that yeah. is. It's like it's yeah. kind of like. I don't know how to explain. Like, Haim is like, it's like pop kind of. Um, actually, love their music. I love them. They're like some of my favorite artists. I just don't lift weights to them. And then Jubel's kind of like, it's almost like trancy, but not. You know, I don't know how to explain it. I'll have to, I'll have to play some music. Yeah, later. dude, you got me lost right now. Huh. I, I'm trying. Yeah, to, I want to picture what you I hate that. I don't you know, know, know like music. You know, I'm gonna yeah. pull up one of their songs. You have to, right? so you guys can see. Because I want to, I want to hear what this music. I feel like sounds. an old man now. I need to try yeah. and picture myself in the garage lifting to something like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. For I sure. Think, I think let's this all, is, let's all get to this place. I think this is the song that she always likes to listen to. Hold on one second. We'll wait for it to start. Start playing. Yeah, right here. She loves this fucking group right here. Okay. It's but, really But does it have a breakdown at least? No, dude, you know listen. I mean? Like, it's good music. You want to make love to it. I'm not trying to lift to it. You are, know you, what are you like deadlifting at this point? Or no, what? this this is for trigger days, bro. I we I get the foundational workout days. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't I can't I can't do it. It's you know what? Music. I heard a saxophone so, in yes. there. <laughs> I can't do it. Right. Sal gets the award. You're the oh, better. Yeah. You're the better man. Yeah, this year. man. You got you got patience award of the 2017 year right man right. of the year right. from right. Mind Pump Stepping Media. Up. Sal wins. Sal, the Sal wins the award. I, for I this tell you one. what. I, I uh, because award I, I give you. Yeah, because I value it. I get something out of it too. So you got to give. You got to give some to get yeah. some. Oh wow! That's yeah. Yeah. Wow! Bring, bring on the sensitive bird. Yeah. <laughs> It, workouts lead to sex sometimes. So I gotta... <laughs> this quaz brought to you by Organifi. For those days you fall short on getting your organic veggies or whole food nutrition, Organifi fills the gap with laboratory-tested certified organic superfoods to help give your health and performance the added edge. Try Organifi totally risk-free for 60 days by going to Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. And use the coupon code MINDPUMP for 20% off at checkout. First up is Santa GT. He's going into business with his brother, and he's extremely nervous. Any tips in getting into business with family? Yeah, yeah don't do it. Yeah, yeah don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that uh, I think it's an extremely bad idea. I think if you're actually asking a question about it, that's an even another cue that you're you're flag, you're, flag, flag, flag. You're flag. already telling yourself. Isn't that fine. like business rule number one? Yeah. Well, never get into business with family. Now yeah. that that being said, or a significant uh, other. 
Um, I have a sister that works for the company, uh, but here's. But you're not partners. Ex- well, yeah, we're not partners, and not only that, but we we make a conscious effort to separate her from me. So I am in no communication. So she works for our company, and I don't even communicate with her ever about business. And there, it's it's put into place for that reason because I don't ever I don't ever want. Uh, her her doing a good job or a bad job ever to affect my love for her as a sister. And that's inevitable if you work in a company. Like there's definitely times where I, I guarantee that it doesn't go perfect, uh, something that she's supposed to do. And if she, if I was having to directly manage her, that would be a lot of stress for me because I, you know, if she was a nor- just a normal person and not my sibling, I'd probably rip her ass or fire over it. So, you know, you got to understand that you got a, a business to run, but then you also have your love for your family. Those are not two Here, things that yeah, you mix gotta well. You got to create those boundaries right away, huh? Here's the first tip I'll give you. If you're going to do it, you're going to go into business with your brother or your family member. Here's here's tip number one, don't do it. But if you're going to do it, this is what you need to do. Be very explicit and write everything out in your uh, agreement. Make sure it's on contract. Yeah. What I'm responsible for, what you're responsible for, if this doesn't happen, this happens. That piece right there. Put that, that shit in writing. That piece is so yes. important that so you, you can reference it. You separate too and and this will you'll force you to also have to learn to let go of parts of the business. Like you just have to agree that okay, Mikey you run the finances, the marketing, and any sort of onboarding of employees or members, whatever the hell you're doing, right? And then I'm going to run, you know, any content creation, any sort of, you know, uh, business relationships or whatever. But you need to make sure that you have your your silos that you run and you don't dip into his and he doesn't dip into yours. And spell out uh, an exit plan <clears throat> in your paperwork when yeah. you first start your business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do not wait to write up the paperwork after you guys are making money, you've already fucked. You're screwed. Yeah. Do it before a single dime is made, before anybody invests anything. Literally spell out what percentage they own, what percentage you own, what percentage of the profit we get, how much we're going to spend, who's in control of what. And if one of us wants to boot the other one, what is the process? And if one of us wants to leave, what is the process? Spell that shit out so, and then make sure you talk to each other and say, look, this is business. It's not going to get in between... Are you know as family, it's going to be in writing, and whatever happens, we're going to follow this. We're right. not going to let feelings get in because otherwise, you're fucked. If you yeah. do, if you do a good job doing that, what Sal's saying right now, I th- I think if you do, if you really think it all out, like okay, let's look at worst case scenario. We do this business for a while, it doesn't take off, and then but one guy wants to fight and keep it along, the other guy doesn't want to. What does that scenario look like? How do we handle that? And if you write it on paper and you or you and you and or you agree to it together. I think it's it eliminates it, so yeah, much. It, it eliminates that. It's like, oh, here we are. You know, this this situation did end up happening. Of course, you don't want that to happen, but it's inevitable something's going to happen. Including, what do we do if this thing ends up being huge mm. and we're making tons of money and we eventually have to hire more employees? Who's going to be responsible for what? Who makes so much? What? So you got to definitely communicate. It's almost exactly the same advice I give to somebody that's trying to get married. Number one, don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. Number <laughs> two, if you're going to do it, you want X, Y, and B, everything else talked about, considered, and written down uh, on a legal contract. Yeah, because I think people go into it and they're like, oh, but we're family. Like, we'll figure it out. Like, we're, clo- we're oh, friends. You, you get like, along so well. So. Yeah. And no, that's a huge because then what ends up happening almost every time is the business starts to, you guys Listen, are grinding, my- and one of them is like, Fuck, you know, I'm doing all the work, or and the other one says, I oh, put yeah. in all the money. Somebody resents somebody. Yeah, yeah. and it, listen, this is my, my idea. My, my sister and I are the best of friends and have an incredible relationship. And part of the reason why I think we have an incredible relationship is because of 
having the the foresight to make decisions like that to make sure because you know I absolutely I mean I'm, Sal makes fun of me all the time for being moody. I absolutely <laughs> am affected by this business and what we're currently doing Such in it. Such a good so, adjective for you, right? Yeah. If we're if things are not going well, I'm not. I'm sometimes a pain in the ass to be around. And you better believe if you know my sister was dropping the ball on something or around me, or I had to communicate to on a daily basis. Uh, you know, I might not be the most awesome person to be around. So I would not even want to put myself in that situation. So. I think you you got to understand how if you really love your sibling, you want to make sure that you you think it all the way through on all the worst case scenarios that could happen in this situation and communicate them and communicate them early so you each agree and know. And I think uh, then it's possible. I don't think it's not possible. I think there's yeah. plenty of exceptions to the rule of people that have built businesses or companies with a, a and, family and or and look a at your one. you look at your fa- your family dynamic. This is important now. Let's say you and your brother, you guys grew up together, right? So. Who tends to be the big brother or the leader and who tends to be the follower? Uh, talk about that. Talk about it. Spell it out because that can be very difficult to deal with when you're in business with your big brother who is used to being the dude in charge, but you're the one who has the ideas. You're the one driving the, the business. behind the operation. Like, he might not deal with that very well. So sit down and spell it out. Like, look, you know, John or Mikey or whatever, look, I know, you know, you're my big brother or whatever, but I think I'm better in this particular way. You know, and I tell you what, if this this preliminary talk that we're talking about goes bad, there's your sign. Like if you can have a, a business talk with your brother and you can sit down and spell shit out and say, look, you know, I'm better at this, so I'm going to do that. And you, and you guys are cool with it and you sign everything and it's all, that's a good sign. But if you sit there and you start arguing over that kind of bullshit right out the gates, then you are, you know, like this ain't going to be cool because I guarantee you're going to encounter some challenges with your business where you're going to want to strangle each other and it being close to each other like brother you know brothers are uh that just adds a whole nother element of difficulty so next up is jess g veggie can someone achieve a high level of health even if they can't afford to purchase organic is it better to consume pesticide laden produce or just eat like all the other americans there's two questions here um the first one it used to be if you wanted to eat organic, you had to spend a lot more money. And the, what I used to tell people was this, was look, it's definitely an investment in your health. It will save you money long-term to be healthy, cost you less in both uh, well, you, you, pro- in productivity. It'll cost you less in healthcare costs. It's going to make you feel better. It's give you a better quality of life. If you eliminate some of the other things you spend money on, like your daily Starbucks or whatever, you can save the money. But today- You have companies like Thrive Market- That's right. That are coming in and they're solving this problem. Like mm-hmm. that's what I mean. That was part of the why we were so excited to partner with these guys is they're they're going to be around for a while and they're going to make a huge dent in this exact. That's the biggest problem in the past was oh my god I can't eat organic because I, I I'm broke. But now that they're they're getting rid of that to where I can buy almost anything through Thrive Market at the grocery store that's comparable or even less than like your standard Safeway Save Mart type foods. But it's all organic and sort. I mean, you can't. You can't. Now it's just. Now it's really just an excuse that we're using, right? Because <clears throat> we're. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm too lazy to go through the process to or go down to a farmer's market, right? Because there's your other option if you don't want to go. Uh, yeah, it's all there if you're interested in it now. Like if you're pursuing quality, and I think it's just you have to. 
you have to prioritize these things as far as like importance. Like, do I want to uh, fill my body up with things that are actually nourishing me or am I just, you know, mindlessly kind of like getting calories in calories out and I'm, I'm monitoring it that way. You know, like uh, you have to start thinking like long-term about like the health ramifications. Like what am I putting into my body? I tell you what, this is how it works with Thrive Market. You, you pay a membership fee. I think it's a one-time fee and then you get access to, all these organic non-GMO products uh, for really, really low prices, like what you would normally pay for a conventional product. So if you compare it to its non-organic version, like if you get organic Cheerios versus non-organic, normally the organic version is more expensive, but at Thrive Market, it's it's not going to be. But one thing that they did that I really like, well, first off, if you use our code, which we'll, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we told you at the beginning of this uh, episode, uh, you'll get discounts and all that stuff. But what I really like about this is sometimes even that membership fee is difficult, you know, for, for families, right? Uh, if you're, if you're, you're disenfranchised or single parent, you know, I, I can't pay a, you know, a membership fee or, or go on, on the line and order these things. Well, what they do is for every membership that they sell, they give a free one to a family in need. So what I like about all this is the obvious, but what I, what I like more about it is what it's showing is that the market is moving in this direction. So this kind of a question won't be a question in the near future. You're mm-hmm. not going to hear it. It used well, to be all the time. I don't even think it's a question now. I think, and, and here's the thing, and this is hard for a lot of people to swallow. Like it, And it's okay to accept that I'm just not ready. I'm just not ready to make those sacrifices for yourself. Like, and in other words, more than likely, because at least in my experience, I have yet to meet a client who's given me this as an excuse that I can't find somewhere where they're wasting the same amount of money in other things, whether it be entertainment, whether it be sodas, coffees every single day, candy habits, whatever the fuck it is, (coughs) there's something else in their life that's not serving them Mm -hmm. the same way that eating healthier would serve them, that they're making a choice. And that's fucking okay. It's your life. Do what you want with it. But when I get people to ask me questions like that, I always put it back on them and say, listen, there's there's now we have resources like Thrive Market, like Farmer's Market. There are things and it's we were just talking offline the other day about uh, how much we've seen Farmer's Markets pop up. It's crazy. I remember that used to be something that you never saw or once a month or once or I mean, there's one going every day now here Mm -hmm. in the city. I mean, it's you can find one somewhere. So there's and now they even have these places, too, where it's a straight farm to. Uh, where they give you the have you seen you guys those ever done boxes the, yeah the boxes and yeah. it's all whatever's CSAs my my wife and I do that yeah, yeah. right so I mean the, the, there's sources out there it's just and I think Thrive Market is making it very easy you, for everybody you just yeah. have to prioritize it because these, I see a lot of people with cell phones and cell phone bills and people with you know cable and all these other extra expenditures you know expenditures you just have to prioritize <laughs> it um, but now that it's not that much more expensive or not more expensive at all. It's true. There is no excuse. Now, the second question was was a ridiculous question. Is it better to consume <laughs> pesticide-laden produce or eat a standard American diet? I don't like questions like that because it's either it's, or. Yeah, it's this either fair. or, and it's it's like it's like first off, how about neither? Yeah, why do we need to choose either one? First of all, the standard American diet is is horrible. Yeah. it's horrible on a macro level. It's well, horrible it's on a calorie is. level. It's yeah. horrible on a you know, nutrient level, it's horrible on uh, pesticide and herbicide level. So uh, it's just, any, I mean, pretty much anything you compare to that is going to be better. But when people talk about things with pesticides and herbicides, up until rather, relatively recently, we really haven't had 
a whole lot of research showing that some these things are contributing yeah. to some of our chronic health problems. But now we're starting to see some evidence that a lot of the chronic health problems, now I'm not talking about you eating a vegetable and getting sick right away or even a week later, you know, not, nothing like that. What I'm talking about is, you know, you're 40 years old and boom, you have an autoimmune disorder or, you know, you get cancer in your 70s or you get heart disease or diabetes when maybe you're not even overweight, but you start to get those things. Like these are chronic issues that are becoming so much more prevalent today. And many experts are, are connecting it not to the fact that we overeat, but more so even to the quality of our food and the, the things like antibiotic use, pesticide use, herbicide use, and the other chemicals and stuff that we put in our food that have these long-term effects, which you know are terrible. They're terrible. And they're generational. For example, when we consume products that uh, contain like glyphosates or you know have been used with pesticides, the first generation to consume them will have some effects to their, their microbiome diversity. But that microbiome is what gets passed on to our offspring, and we're, we're seeing a reduction in diversity with each successive uh, generation to the point now where, I mean, when we were kids, people were eating shitty just like they are now, but we didn't see food allergies like we do now. Why are food allergies all of a sudden starting to explode? Well, it's just, it starts to happen on a generational basis. This is a big fucking problem. So it's I think it's smart for you to choose organic foods that you know have a lower, have no synthetic pesticides or lower, you know, loads of things like glyphosates. But I, I think it's also very smart for your kids, for their health, and then for the future because by giving your money to these organizations that produce these products, you're giving, you're showing the market that there's more of a demand. And think more companies like Thrive Market will come out and will pr- will produce these products at lower prices. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, support what you want to see more of. That's it, and man. I and I think that's something that everybody can benefit from. Next question is from Christopher Boy Semba. What are your thoughts on the growing popularity of nootropic foods? Uh, here we go. Yeah, here we go. Is right. <laughs> nootropic <laughs> nootropic market is the it's exploding. Right it's now. the new like supplement market, right? Yeah. It's the new pre workout brain yeah. food. It's what pre workout was five years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, it's become it's become that. And it's annoying me as much as that is too. And you know, we have uh, coffee Chimera that has nootropics already in it, right? So. It doesn't mean that I'm like, oh, there isn't benefits to it or, oh, I don't see this, that I, I think it's all bad or it's whatever. It's the hype behind it. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't what you don't hear us saying is about like Chimera Coffee is going to change your life. It's going to be if you once you get these yeah. new tropics in you, your workouts are going to be way better than they've ever been. It's like, oh, it's, it's gonna- like cereal laced <coughs> with creatine. It's yeah. it's <laughs> it's uh, they make that a bit like, cool. Can can this stuff help? Is it give you a little bit of an edge? Like, sure, I guess if all th- all other things considered right like if your sleep was good yeah i was gonna say here here's a nootropic for you get good sleep right you know i'm saying like if you if you slept really (laughs) well if you've if you've got your workouts in you're eating a balanced diet you're doing all these things that you should be doing first hydrated yada yada and then on top of that you add this nootropic to give you this this extra sharp you know focus whenever whatever it here's is what doing. i don't so here's the neutro the nootropic market's interesting because there are what are considered natural nootropics which are just compounds that you find in nature like alpha gpc mm-hmm. uh theanine is an amino acid that you can combine with caffeine that can give you a, a kind of a better you know buzz if you will um there's a few others that are natural out there but then there's this whole market that's exploding with synthetic nootropics 
Um, there's the class Which of... I am not a fan of. There's the racetam class of chemicals, like paracetam, anaracetam, oxiracetam, phenylracetam. There's so many you know, racetams now, I can't even keep up with them. Then there's Nupept. Then there's like prescription drugs that some people will, will promote, like uh, modafinil um, and some others. And then some people will say it's things like... like nicotine. And- yeah, nicotine can have some nootropic effects. Here's how I feel about synthetic nootropics. It's the same way I feel about synthetic anything. Sometimes they're fun. Sometimes they can give you a boost. Definitely don't use them all the time. Sometimes they give you a headache. I, yeah, I don't. I do not subscribe to the trend right now where they're saying take these synthetic nootropics all the time because they're good for your brain. Definitely don't. I don't subscribe to that. I, I'm sorry. No. I don't. I don't believe that. I don't believe taking anything synthetic is good for your brain unless it's treating a particular, you know, tr- problem that you have yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's a good idea. And my experience with synthetic nootropics is. I, they have, they're a lot of fun. I respond really well to them. I definitely can find myself feeling a little speedy, a little sharper, it feels like. My verbal fluency seems to inc- improve and increase. The problem that I notice is I build a tolerance, tolerance real to quick. it. Really quick, I build a tolerance, and I notice a withdrawal when I start to go off of them. That tells me right away that my body is trying to adapt uh, to this synthetic product, which is not... That's not a good thing because that means I'm downregulating something mm-hmm. and I'm reducing the production of something that's natural in my brain um, in order to, you know, as I continue to take these products. Not something I recommend long term. I really don't think it, it's a good thing. And you got all these. We've had, I'll tell you what, we've had more well, over yeah, the last for sure. six months. <laughs> we've had more nootropic companies come yeah, after us yeah. than, than regular well, our supplement name companies. is kind of perfect for it if you think about it. Mind yeah. pump. Well, it, it's such a tough thing for us, too, because every one of us experiment and have used it, right? And I think they that, can be fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the, the hard oh, they thing. They have their place. I, I like it, actually. I feel like I, I, I can promise our listeners this. If there's everything that if there's anything that ever hits the market that is like game changing, you better fucking believe we'll be talking about it, yeah. and we'll be talking about it like that. Like, holy shit, this has totally changed health and fitness. We've had nothing like this since the invention of creatine. Well, it's just interesting. Look, everything is going now to the brain, right? Like, it's a lot of focus there, even with training, and so that's why. I mean, I'm actually experimenting with the Halo Sport uh, headphones because. You know, with neural priming, I'm interested in it. Like, I just want to know, like, what that feels like, what kind of like sensation that's going to bring. Like, is that really going to have any kind of effect on any of my movement quality or like my adaptability as far as like complex movements, that kind of stuff? So, I don't know. You know, you it, some things are like, you know, obviously that's the 1% kind of people that will notice benefit, I'm sure, because, you know, going from already having all those things set in place and, and ready to go and like operating efficiently, now I can kind of experiment and see like, I is always, this something else? I always feel like two people, it's like, if you, if you have the finances, right? If you have the finances, you have the discipline, um, to be like a Ben Greenfield where you really like are taking care of like all the major things. And then you like to experiment with these things like I, you know, and you have money and it's like, who cares if I spend, cause I tell you what, the thing that I think is really fascinating about this, the new tropic, you know, market right now is as expensive as fuck for something that doesn't even come close to working like a lot of other things do. So it's the promises that are attached to it. That's gross. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, 
you know, for so, but if you got the money, right? Like if you got the money to spend on something like that, then why not? And you, and as long as you use it responsibly and you, mm. you take some of the advice that Sal's saying right now, that be careful that you take a synthetic version of that. Cause I, I think there's a difference, a difference between synthetic ones and then ones that we find yeah. in nature that and are natural. Even, ones. even some of the, even some of the natural ones like choline, you know, high doses of choline over long periods of time may not necessarily be good for you if you're a man for prostate. In fact, they might have connected it to some some enlargement issues there. So you got to look at everything and pay attention to, like with natural stuff, am I going to take too much of it? Typically natural uh, tip- is typically better for the body, has less chance of these kind of you know problems that may arise, but that doesn't mean they're, uh, they're, they're devoid of them. But synthetic in particular, you know, I'll tell you what, with synthetic nootropics, it's definitely a sympathetic response. Like when I take a synthetic nootropic, I get more hyper. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're somebody who is like, oh, I need to take a nootropic because I'm fatigued all the time. I don't have the energy to work. I need more focus. And, and the, the problem may be HPA axis dysfunction. Right. It may be that your body's not responding to cortisol the way it should. You're going to supplement something that's going to activate more of a sympathetic response. Yeah, not a good idea. You're yeah. kicking the can down the road. It's, it's like- you set yourself back, yeah. You're going to create a, a situation where you'll get to a point where now you're taking nootropics, you're drinking caffeine, you're doing all these different things just to be normal, and then you start to feel shitty on them. What do you do? Up the dose. Now side effects come into play and all these yeah. other things. So I don't- And here's a, the other thing with synthetic with some of these, uh, these nootropics is I, I just- we got a, I'm not going to say which one because I'm not going to put them on blast. Because I like the people are nice and you know whatever and but if uh, if they push it too far I will put them on blast. They I got a sample at one of the last oh, uh, uh, yeah one of the last things that you know expos we went to of this product that was uh, a nootropic and it was full of these synthetic uh, nootropics. These some of these were from the race attempt category of, of uh, nootropics. And I'm looking at these. I'm like I've never heard of these. And I'm pretty up and up in that world in terms of knowing the names and where they came from. And I'm like, what are these? Like, So I went online and I started doing my research. One of them was uh, produced by, a, like, a, I think it was a Japanese pharmaceutical company. They abandoned it, so they made it and they never got it to market because it didn't pass certain trials they didn't see. And it was like, there was like three ingredients in there that were like that. And I'm like, so here's these pharmaceutical companies that invented this, decided not Rejected. to go through, yeah. decided not to go through Compounds. with producing them. Because either it wasn't efficacious or it had too many side effects or it was too expensive or something, right? They just decided yeah. we're not going to bring it to market. These, this nootropic company, this supplement company, is scouring these uh, journals for obscure chemicals yeah. that they can Isn't that create. Like the pro hormone. That's like, how pro hormones. Yeah, that's how they got. To that's how they got real yeah. big in that whole gray market. Is they were scouring the market for these abandoned chemicals. Well, people don't. that they could produce, and it's all gray market because legally. You can't. You're not legally able to sell them to humans. You have to literally say, not for human consumption. Yeah. Although they are now, you are now seeing them say, "Oh, it's for people. Take them twice a day." Three because nobody's saying shit to them. But the time is going to come. I mark. I guarantee you, some that someone's going to come. You know, the FDA is going to come crashing down on them pretty soon because well, that was they're a, pushing the limit. That was a perfect example of what Justin just said. It's exactly exactly like the pro hormone phase when I remember that like yesterday. Yeah. When we could go down to your local Max Muscle or whatever or vitamin place and go get under the oh, behind the counter 
a supplement that one testosterone right and yeah. it's and it was you know one molecule different from you know the real testosterone right and so they were actual though they weren't pro hormones because pro hormones are yeah right are compounds that your body turns into hormones so it's a pro hormone these were actual designer steroids i know i bought them i took them right it was literally a steroid and the funny thing is with all the side effects yeah uh worse yeah. so i took one i'll never forget i took uh super Superdrawl was one of the big ones. Uh, methyl masterdrawl, superdrawl, halodrawl, uh, one testosterone. I remember taking these and it was like, oh fuck. Like, what is going on here? Like, within a week, it was like, I built all this muscle. I was holding all this water, lots of strength. So I'm kind of like, you know, and I'm, I'm very analytical. So I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And I thought it was a pro hormone because that's how they market them. And I'm learning that these are actual designer steroids. But the reason why they were never even produced by pharmaceutical companies is they were harsher on the liver. They were harsher in terms of side effects than like Dianabol and, and Anadrol, which my, are some of the steroids that are not good for my you. My first bout of gynomastia came from over the counter. I had taken steroids before that, didn't have any side effects yet in my <laughs> life. I took two rounds, okay, back to back bottles of the test, or not test, uh, the, what was the other one that was popular? Um, fuck, what am I. I don't know, there's one testosterone. No, 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 there's there's yeah. methylmasterol. No, 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 no. Later, later, later. It, it's like uh, it's um. Epistain. No, 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 no. God damn it! This is gonna piss me off. I can't think of the name. Tr- of the there was Tr- Trinabol. Something. Trin- yeah, oh, they, Trin- they, yeah. Trin- there was one that was actually Trinabol. Yeah. So it was the Trin, and I think it was like Trinex was the brand or yeah. some shit. It's I like Trinbolone, but it's yes, not. right. And it was just, and I took two two rounds of that two bottles. The first bottle I was blown away by the results. Like, oh shit! This is over the counter. Yes. And so <laughs> ra- ran back, bought another one right away. And then, then that was the first time I'd ever experienced gynecomastia. So, yeah, no, there. And then what they do is, you know, sooner sooner or later, enough of those cases come forward. So then, some finally, the FDA comes in, puts a stop to it, and says, "Hey, this is now in the steroid category." So now that one is banned. Then the next person comes and changes one more molecule from it. You know, what I'm saying like just yeah. a little bit different. Cat and, the, and mouse. Yeah, game. it's a cat yeah. and mouse game, and they just keep playing that game because in that short amount of time. They can make enough money. Oh, to, yeah. It's not a big deal for it to get wiped off the counter, you know. Until the entire market for it is and no more. We're, I think we're seeing the same thing with nootropics. I think people are starting to push the boundaries to get more and more like the movie Limitless. I'm sure they're already on to the next, you know, blend or whatever. Dude, let me tell you something. Add. With some of these nootropics, some of these synthetic nootropics, we are already getting reports of uh, neuropathy. In some people, where they're getting tingling in their face or their fingertips, oh, wow. or didn't you say one of them like had like blinding effects to it? Oh like no, that was a SARM. Oh, it was a that SARM. was a SARM, which oh, is okay, another. Right. It's the same thing. Like it's that whole like gray yeah. market. We're gonna make up. We're gonna sell some shit that we don't know what's gonna do, and <clears throat> people are gonna take it. But no, with the there were, there was there's a nootropic. Well, it's a nootropic, right? But it's uh, it's called a drafinil, which gets converted to modafinil in the body. Modafinil is a prescription, so you can't buy it. Over the counter because you have to get prescribed. You get it prescribed, and it's like what they would give like fighter fighter pilots uh, pilots to stay awake when they were doing their missions and shit. Mm, and so then they like, started giving like it to super Adderall. Or something? They, yeah, it's 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 a wakefulness agent, right? I know Dave Asprey, uh, you know, raves about it, but not something you should fucking Dave. Take. Re- Dave recommends that. Oh yeah. What the fuck? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? Modafinil. He talks about That's it. That's fucking irresponsible. He talks about it all the time. So unbelievable. But so so adrafinil is a compound yeah. that gets converted to modafinil by the liver. It's gray market, so you can buy it over the counter. Oh, one of the major side effects of it is you can get the, you know, like facial tics that never go away. 
So it's oh, just shit. It's like if you the dig, that keeps on giving. You got to dig deep enough and do some research and go on like page two of Google because page one is like fucking owned by all the market. by all the people trying to sell it. Right. Yeah. So everything you're gonna read is like why it's so good for your. Yeah. They will literally tell you that not only is it gonna give you nootropic benefits, which okay, you can you can make an argument that it might give you some benefits there. But they'll tell you it's good for you. Like, oh, this is something oh, you should no. always take because it's really good for your brain. No. I'm like, I don't know about that. That might not be a good idea. Yeah, that's the yeah. scary part. Next question is from Johnny Dumbbells. Hey. Hey, my boy. Hey. Johnny Dumbbells. Hey. How long does it take without training to see noticeable muscle loss? Three days after recovery. <sighs> and that's a total arbitrary number, but it's pretty damn accurate. It's pretty, like all you, the studies. Your body is always, it's constantly adapting. Yep. So there really is no... Like if you work out and you're at a high level and you've built like muscle and you're reaching kind of your genetic limit and you're training and you're like, oh, I'm just maintaining now. No, what you're doing is you're shrinking and building, shrinking and building yeah. do you to kn- stay at that level. Do you know, so, yeah. and people don't realize this, that this is, and this is the shitty truth, that the more the more <laughs> buff, the it, it is the shitty truth, yeah. the more buff you are, the more muscle you've had to, and the more volume you've had to create in your training in order to get to the size you are. Uh, the faster it goes the other direction. Oh. Because if you've done, like, because we all have like this genetic potential, right? And if you're pushing the upper echelon of your your genetic potential, your body really is more comfortable back down in the, the smaller place, right? So it will, and if you don't, if you're not sending that signal and you're not stimulating and you're not hitting that volume, the minute you lay off of it, so, and that's why I say three days from recovery. So let's say you just train, you know, legs really hard on Monday and it's now Thursday and you don't, you're not sore anymore. You're fully recovered. And now if you, let's say you don't work out legs anymore, atrophy is already set in three days after that. It's already starting to happen. Yeah. And there's, there's definitely a genetic component there, but consider your body looks the way it does because of the signals you're sending it. So mm-hmm. once you stop sending those signals, your body has no need. We are a product to do that of our anymore. environment. You are. Yeah, now there is, there is some, there is, there are ways to to achieve more, dare I say, for lack of a better term, permanent muscle. And there really is no way to have permanent muscle, but there are ways of training that will give you muscle that is more resilient to sustainable muscle. La- yeah, and that has to do with uh, hyperplasia, muscle fiber hyperplasia. So when you lift weights to train to build muscle, you have uh, muscle fiber hypertrophy. This is where the muscle fibers themselves thicken and grow so that they can contract harder. Over time, though, with volume, with lots of volume, especially frequency, frequency seems to be doing this the most, and long, long-term long training. So like I've been doing this for 10 years now with this frequent type of you know signal, muscle fibers will actually split and you'll have one muscle fiber will become two muscle fibers. Now, those muscle fibers can ha- can grow and they can shrink, but once you've made more muscle fibers... The evidence suggests, because we don't know this for sure, but the evidence suggests that those muscle fibers don't go away. I, I, I can for sure attest for personally and then people that I know. Like so once I once I had taken enough anabolics, I had been training for over ten years of lifting consistently. Um, I, I broke through this wall. I could never get to 200. Now, once I got over there and I pushed my body up to <laughs> 230, you'll never see me get below 200. So I've de- I definitely know that I've seen, and I mean, not working out. Even if I were to not work out, I can still hold my body weight and muscle mass higher than where I was 
15 years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's interesting because even uh, Dr. Andy Galpin, when he was here and talking about because he actually does like biopsies and like sees like like real tangible evidence sometimes that, you know, that this does occur. Look at Ben Pakulski. Yeah. Ben Pakulski. Oh, what a great example. Ben yeah. Pakulski. He's is, fucking he trying. can't get smaller. He's trying to. Yes. He's And he's lost a lot of muscle. He's not nearly as big as he was when he was competing. But he's way bigger he's than still, most people yeah, will ever dude, be. It's, it's, well, he's he's three hundred. He was. <laughs> is he, he losing muscle? He used yeah, to. He know. used to be three hundred pounds. I think he's now down to like two seventy or some two fifty or somewhere like that. And the guy's like training once to three times a week. He's Very like restricting calories. Yeah, yeah, he's eating eating once to two times a day. That's it. Like, now you see, you know where you see this a lot. You you see this when you meet. I'll never forget. Like I was, uh, I was. Uh, this is when I had my my personal training studio. This old guy walks in who's, he was, I think he was in his 80s or late 70s. He walks, he was eating breakfast next door because my gym used to be next to this, this popular breakfast joint. So he walked by, he looked in, he must have seen the weights and he walks in and he's this shorter dude, kind of stocky, but I could tell he's in his 70s or 80s. So he walks in, I shake his hand and he's got this fucking meat hand, like this thick meat hand and these little forearms that were just muscular. And I'm like, oh man, I'm like, you know, what's your name? And I don't remember what his name was. He's Russian guys, like Vasily or whatever. I'm like, oh, you know, he's like, oh, I see you have kettlebell. And he's like fucking with the kettlebell. And I'm hanging out with a guy because I love talking to like old, old timers who used to work out. And I'm, and so I, I'm assumed that this dude lifts weights every day because of the way he looked. I assumed he worked out. So I'm like, hey, I'm like, so how often do you lift weights? He's like, oh, I haven't lift weights for, for 40 years. I'm like, what do you mean you haven't lift weights for 40 years? He goes, no, I don't lift I don't do anything anymore. But he used to be a competitive uh, weightlifter and coach for weightlifters. This guy did weightlifting in the Soviet Union for a long time, stopped working out years ago, but he's just got this permanent like muscle on his hands and forearms that you can tell was yeah. from gripping the weights. I also see this with like, my dad who works construction or yeah. he's retired now doesn't do it anymore but he's still got like remnants my, my, yeah it's like you built it but they're still functioning you know with those same muscle fibers so it's like you know it sort of like maintains that that level that you're at it's crazy no there's de there's definitely something to be said about that and i think you know giving the, those examples are for ben pakolsky to me is like such a glaring example of that like he's trying to lose, right? Like, he's like trying to lose as hard as he can, and it's just, and I can see the way his frame is shaping up that it'll never all go away. You can just, you, I can look. His legs are yeah. so massive, yeah. and he barely trains them anymore. Yeah, and they're, I mean, that was his calling card when he was a pro, right? These massive wheels. His legs are fucking like if you put like my legs with Justin's legs, they are probably the same size. It's as Probably, his. yeah. It's probably you know equal. It's probably equal. Yeah, so you and me. Yeah, so uh, you know your your body. I mean, I guess I guess the 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 takeaway from this is your body's constantly adapting to your environment, to what you're doing. Uh, when you stop exercising, your body will adapt in that direction. The good news is this: the good news is of all the adaptations that you lose, strength you tend to lose slower than things like stamina and endurance. Like if you're an endurance athlete or you train for stamina and you don't train for a week, you'll lose fucking stamina pretty damn quick. Yeah. I remember when I wouldn't do jujitsu for a week, I'd go back. You also get it. You also fast. get it quick too, though. You do, yeah. and you yeah. gain it quick. Yeah, can strength can take a little time. You can keep strength for a little while. Like if I stop lifting weights and after two weeks and I go back, like I'm gonna have a decent amount of strength 
you know, right. uh, left and, 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 you know, with my workouts. Just like overall maintenance of fast twitch movement in general, you know, to maintain that, that sort of response. Like if you, if, if you just lose that response, you know, you, you will lose it for, you know, it'll be hard to get back. So. It was, it, that's why it was always crazy to me when people were like, Oh, I don't want to get big muscle. Cause then if I stop working out, it's all going to go away. And I'm like, well, no f- shit. Of course, it's gonna go away. What are you talking? Yeah. Like you want to work out once and then never. Right. The idea is to keep. It's funny that a lot of people think that way, though. The idea is to keep working out, right? Yeah, that's the idea. So, so check this out. Go to YouTube, Mind Pump TV. You have to see what Justin just put up on that channel. There's a new video every single day. Also, if you go to MindPumpMedia.com, you can register for 30 days of coaching, and it costs nothing. It's free. I'm wearing juicy pants this time. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.